Any opinions expressed are my own and do not reflect the opinions of anyone outside of Independent Left Media, LLC. No more wait. No more wait. Okay. Okay. Testing. One, two. Hopefully this sounds Three, four, good. Five. Three, four, five. Eighty left, eighty left. News and politics and all the rest. So much to do on the YouTube. So they curate a list for you. Do you wanna watch your favorite creator or have a chat on Discord later? Well, you better get hip to Indie Left. Indie Left. News. Welcome, Ron. Thank you, Ron. That's not live. That's recorded, but that is Ron Flacone, and that's our theme song, and that means that it is time for How Do We Miss That? Man, it man. is. What's going on? Anybody live in chat? How we doing? Is that up yet? What are we doing here? We are waiting for all the networks to still come up, but shows we've got some people here already live. Say hello if you're here. Hello, hello. We are. This is me. This is Indy. This is Reef. Is anybody out there? This is ground control to Major Tom. Nice. <laughs> and nice. We got some yo-yos over here. Yo, 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 yo. I see. We're putting that up. Okay. Welcome, everybody. How do we miss that? How do we miss that? Is a show airing on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, Odyssey every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Yes, we did change it, and we are changing it going forward. 10 p.m. Sundays. This is the new time. We're going to review a few big stories that we hadn't seen covered much in leftist independent media, co-hosted by me, Indy, founder and editor of Independent Left News, Leftist.Today, and this guy, Reef Breland, who's the creator of Door Discord, host of Reefer After Dark. All the show, all the stories that we we're going to cover tonight were featured in Substack, Leftist.Today, and at the top of IndependentLeft.News. So I wanted to give a shout out to the patrons and Kofi supporters like we do at the beginning of every show. Eric T. Red, who actually was on Savvy Sabs this week, Friday night. Congratulations. So happy for that on the uh, the Revolutionary Blackout Network Solutions Panel. Uh, then we've got Richard and Richard M. from Facebook and Radical Leftist Agenda. I'm sure she'll be here soon if she's not already. Les Bones and INN members Noli D. and Lady Dragonfly Robin. And, of course, to the volunteers, Nicole and Darlene, thank you so much for all the help you always give every week. And Big Mad Crab for doing all the thumbnails and helping and helping us out, too. Uh, he's doing some amazing work. He's starting to help out with some editing and hope he's getting well soon. I know he got into a, a car wreck and he's he's got some healing to do. So we're uh, we're all praying for you there. Um, Alex Davidson, of course, liked every Substack post this week. He's amazing. Thank you, Alex Davidson. I uh, did want to mention again the shifting of the daily uh, update. We started to publish at noon Eastern. We used to do twice a day, then we were doing once in the evening, and now we're moving that. We're going to publish it at noon every day, 
put it out once a day throughout the day, share it, and then have it update again the next day at noon. So we're excited about that. Still subscribe to the podcast. Every episode's up there. It's the audio version of this show, anger.fm slash independent left news. You can subscribe. Find us on Spotify, too. And then also the clip channel on Rumble. Check that out. And uh, again, every time I try to do this for some reason, it does not like. Here we go. I'll put the, the link to the How Do We Miss That clip channel. Hey, look at that. Rumble.com slash C slash How Did We Miss That. We now have a vanity channel name from for Rumble for our Rumble channel for the clips. That's awesome. I just noticed that. Very cool. So finally, catch us on uh, last week's bitch with INN, uh, with Misty, Comrade Misty. She had us on, Reeve and I, as well as Warren and Angel from INN. That was cool. And then uh, catch me this week. Uh, I'll be on the Action for Assange Vigil on Tuesday night with Misty. And we'll see who else decides to come. There's going to be a big... Uh, Big hearing tomorrow. I guess they're gonna they're gonna the high court's gonna rule tomorrow. They're gonna announce it at five fifteen Eastern in the morning. I know Action for Assange is gonna cover that live, so definitely tune in if you're gonna be awake. Get a cup of coffee. I know Misty will be there. <clears throat> um, hoping for the best, expecting expecting what we're expecting. Unfortunately, so we'll see what happens there. And what else? What's going on? You had you had an awesome episode this week with Chris Legion over uh, yeah, over Chris on Reefer After Dark. Super fun. You got to figure out who I'm having on for the tenth episode of Reefer After Dark this week, but we'll figure that out. Stay Double digits. Go look at that Twitter Twitter thread of mine, and you know, keep an eye out for who's going to be on next Friday. Follow at Reef Breland. On Twitter for that, for yeah. sure. You might try um, switching that microphone back to uh, to the other one in OBS, the the mic, the live one. Oh, you know, okay. I I can it, I can try. It just sounds the Yeti sounds tinny a little bit, I guess, which is what we left it. How about now? I don't know. I'll I'll tell you when you start talking in. Okay, well, I'm now talking into the other one, so hopefully it sounds a little bit better. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, Reef's voice is a little bit low, is what Warren just said. What's up, Reef? What's up, Warren? Yeah, that yeah, you just got like that did that did sound a little bit weird, low, actually. Weird sound thing on yours, but whatever. Like, okay, well, we're going to try this, and hopefully we'll do it live. Valerie, welcome, Valerie, Warren, Charlie Brown's Re Rebellion, how are you? Welcome. I'm sure, again, if Eric's not here already, he will be soon. Everybody, everybody. All right, so. Diddly doot, diddly doot. That's our favorite diddly doot. Indy Maine. So today's leftist dot today currently. Hey, look at that. That's this episode. Because the current leftist dot today we published about an hour ago was all about this episode and where you can find us everywhere. 
where you can find Reef, where you can find what, what stories we're going to cover, and where you can find support and buy us some coffee or buy Reef some weed money. That would be nice. We like weed money. Um, and then, of course, this was published earlier today. This was the latest leftist.today. This is a summary of the top 10 articles, top five articles or so from independentleft.news, top videos as well. You see all those in here. This is an unbelievable story about Yemen and how it's our backing, you know, Saudi-backed coalition that's doing that. And, of course, Caitlin, Caitlin Johnstone getting it right about what the New York Times was going to claim 16 hours before they did. Unbelievable. So we've got all that going on, uh, as well as at independentleft.news, which is where you'll see all of the articles, links to everything. You see our friends of Indie Left and all of the videos that you saw featured, plus a whole lot more. As you see, you see, I even saw something from INN member Carl at the Debate Me channel. We got Franco was live at the protest today for the for the for the anti mandates. Thank you for being there, Franco. So here's a little bit more about what was going on in Washington, D.C. So we try to cover a lot of different news across the spectrum from uncorrupted outlets. Here's the latest episode, or one of the latest episodes of How Do We Miss That? So we're just kind of showcasing for anybody that comes here exactly what, what, what it is we're all about, what we do, who we're showcasing, and how we work. Right. So I want to go to our first story. We don't, I don't have that many this week, thankfully. Um, <clears throat> cool. But we are going to first say thanks. Thanks, Joe Biden. Um, oh. <laughs> how do we go from stimulus checks to go to work with COVID? Oh, wait, that's cut off. Hold on. And this is an op-ed that's written by John Neffel in Truthout that I, I caught earlier this week. And I wanted to bring it out because it does talk about the, the contrast and talking about flattening the curve and Democrats talking about Trump and Biden administration struggles to even internally agree on whether to, to send N95 masks to everyone, which they decided was a good idea. It's like closing the barn door after the horse dirty left, long after the horse dirty left. They're sending four masks to every household, even if there are five people in your household. What do you just got to share, bro? I, 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 I don't understand exactly how this works, but okay. Government logic. Orale! I see a shadow man with FG in the chat. Hola, como estas? Muy bien, you too. Okay, so Kamala Harris joined Bernie and Ed Markey. Oh, yeah, well, they wanted $2,000 monthly payments for everyone making under 120000 a year. Man, that would have been great. Oh, God. And, of course, right. they means-tested anyway, like... Well, but you no know what? Blanket. I, I feel you. $2,000 a month for. payments. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thanks a lot. But yeah, now that rhetoric, of course, only is... only 120000 or less. Like, they're means testing it. Like... Right, and then they wanted... Then they were arguing over, should our fake proposal include gig workers or not? Nah, why not? Oh, God. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. getting them anyway, so why not? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Some lawmakers have reportedly been discussing another round of stimulus uh, spending for small business owners of restaurants and gyms. Really? 
That would be cool. Okay. Yeah. It's only two years in, and they've gotten, like, PPP money that went to larger businesses. And our friend Shadowman Refugee, Refugee did a ton of research into some of the companies that, that did profit. And I know uh, Ali Alexandra and some other writers have done that. Yeah. Okay. Biden administration appears outright hostile to the idea of renewing direct payments to Americans. Right? Of course. So they're not giving out any more stimulus checks. We knew that was going to be done. We're not going to write checks to incentivize, incentivize people to sit at home. Oh, man. Oh. Isn't this awesome? Again, I, I mean, if they're going to print cash, they might as well give it to, to the Americans that are actually going to spend it and put it back into the economy, for sure. Yep. Um, I think that goes without saying. To the people who already have it, like they, you know, they're trying to complete serial numbers. Like, you gotta get all that one. Right, the reconfigured child tax credit. I mean, look, I got, I got three kids. I was, I was getting eight hundred bucks a month there for a little bit, and that, that, that's decent money, of course. Now, of course, it's just a tax credit that you're gonna end up getting. You're gonna have to. Take it off your taxes in the end, um, and it expired in December. Thanks, thanks, thanks for that, guys. Um, yeah. Unemployment ended in September. Federal unemployment. Okay, so studies are showing that states ending the federal assistance. Okay, are had the same job growth as states that stayed in the program, right? So it's just all right. Are we US still broke, in the hospitalization the records moratorium on top of that too like uh no that that got lifted with. i think that got lifted as of the first of january just about everywhere um okay. a couple places it's still february 1st but right they're still that that's going to be lifted in the middle of winter and then of course they kick the oh, student God. debt thing down the road till may and then we'll yeah. see what happens may 1st he says no more um no more extensions past that the lack yeah. of another round of survival checks or unemployment boost means people can't afford to stay home, right? Kicking you back out, even though that would help slow the spread, quote unquote. Yeah, I mean, people people were suffering before COVID happened. And I know people who got that money were actually just wanted the money regardless of like, that that actually helped them regardless of the situation with COVID. So, you know, I, I mean, now we're uh, uh, a, a year and change deep like worse conditions like we're and we're still nothing i mean you know? the hospital systems are telling nurses to come to work sick that are infectious you know yeah uh, that's that's probably not good <laughs> and then of course we know right. about red lobster workers who've been forced to work sick according to popular info right well which i think we covered that on this show a couple yeah, weeks ago God, if I thought I sound, like, I sound like Steve Poikner now. We covered that three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Love you, Steve. We just don't have the crystal ball he does, dude. He's like oh, a master he's so good. key reading and, you know. So, so good. Like, we just have to so, learn so, the some teachers in New York City have been forced into the classroom despite testing positive for COVID. Of course, we've heard about that. For years, restaurant workers have been expected to work while sick or injured because nobody's getting compensated. For sick pay, sick pay automatically, um, that's got to be worked in, and 
Oh, it's been a mess. And then, of course, with everybody being out, they're not really letting people have as many days off. Now, it depends upon where you work. But here, for all the talk, the great resignation, the reality is working class in the U.S. is still struggling to make ends meet. I mean, I don't think that the average wage has increased tremendously over the last few few years. No. Even despite the pandemic and the amount of money that was pumped into the economy and the amount of money that the, that the top ended up earning. You know, here's another one about 14% of Kroger uh, workers faced homelessness in the past year. We covered that last Saturday. Yeah. Right. So uh, this, this just, again, is a nice summary and a reminder of the failed policies that have led to where we are right now. And that these are political choices and that it is not, the fault of the people that are out there other than the fact that we don't that we elected them um well, i have not followed things where hmm? people want to get back to normal right which is partly like what that article is talking about right is that a certain class of people want things to go back to normal without realizing none of us really want that none of us really want that normal you know so yeah because like, it wasn't really normal we, for any of them and, you know, for, for anyone. anyone, like I mean, it's, I mean, everyone was hurting then. Everyone was economically struggling. Everyone was like, couldn't find work or work that they were. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's, anyway. But uh, yeah, what uh, do we have another one? Of course, we have another. One. That was just our first story. But I was actually gonna I put up. We do one and then go home, take a nap. I was gonna put up yeah. a black flag there over the support icons. But it doesn't. It comes up black flag, black flag, black flag. Doesn't look the way I want it. So. <laughs> black flag. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's so like everyone in the '90s, right? That's people were gonna go see it. Exactly. Um, so actually, we we mentioned. Um, yeah, I, I know. I know you. I know which song you're. Yeah. Yep. You knew that was coming. All right. So yep. it's really funny, but we mentioned popular information, and here they are. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things we talk about every week is um, corruption, corruption inside Congress. And yep. how about like, wait, did I miss an article? I think I missed an article. Missed I think I article. did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, sure. I did. Here it is. Yeah, you pulled, you pulled it up. OK. The Democrats aren't bad at politics. Their politics are bad. Well, they're bad at politics, too. But yeah, I like, saw this Captain Obvious. Like I saw this yeah. one. I was like, this this is just nah, you know, look, they've account so this again is is, is along on the, the, the lines of thanks, Uncle Joe. Um yeah. you know, transformative year uh, agenda in the first year. It's been a complete disaster as we know. They haven't gotten any of their agenda accomplished, even though they have a majority in the House and the Senate, and they can't seem to get the rotating villain under control whether that's the parliamentarian or joe manchin or the squad voting no on the israel thing or 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 my god no it's hamsters hamsters of a new enemy like i like this is this is the weekend like uh you know january 21st was inauguration day last year right so it's been exactly now one year so here we go one year one year in right so the gap between their pro their campaign promises and their actions could not be more stark. And we've yep. seen some crazy lists out there of what they've actually delivered versus what they haven't other than what some rhetoric. and Well, like what they promised in the first year, right? 
Right, and what the rhetoric of nothing fundamentally changing, which is actually what really they did deliver on. But, yes. but the latest vote of the agenda came, of course, when the rotating villains of the week effectively torpedoed the voting rights legislation by making it have to go to 60 votes. And, of course, they have no Republican votes, and everybody wants to point, everyone wants to yell, how come you're not pointing out that Republicans won't support any of this? Because they never have, and that's always yeah, been the given. It's have. just... Like, we expect that they're going to, to not go along with any of this stuff and that they're going to be obstructionists. This, that, that's kind of what they do. So it's uh, it's pretty rough. Um, so Democrats' year-long failed streak of, uh, of legislation is all the more jarring when recalling the chorus of voices claiming that he'd be the most transformative president in the past 50 years. The FDR... Right, fifteen dollar minimum wage, and there, where's our public option, which would have sucked anyway. We, I didn't really want a public option. Student right. debt forgiveness, ten thousand dollars or more. We talk about that every week. Actually, there was another thing this week about student debt forgiveness and how much it would have it would have really helped or made a big difference. You know, look, he's still got a year. That's a hail mary he could throw at any moment if he really thinks that the Democrats are 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 really going to get shellacked, which they are, dude, guy. Do it. Yeah. You have nothing to lose at this point. All right. His supposedly transformativeness was even used as a cudgel against the left, with pundits claiming that Biden, unlike leftists, had a winning strategy for progressive change. <laughs> hey, Pat, I'm I'm not I'm not that socialist. I be, I beat that guy. Like, right? Okay. Right. So many of these transformative campaign promises have been watered down beyond recognition. So now fourteen hundred dollars equals two thousand, and where's the fifteen hundred? Uh, the, the fifteen dollars actually he did, and I do want to give credit, and I did want to make a point that fifteen dollar minimum wage federally did go into effect or does go into effect this week, and it does impact. I think it's seven hundred thousand federal employees are getting a raise this week. So uh, you know what. Credit where it's due, and that really does materially help people's lives, and that helps, and this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. And of course, 15 is what we needed six years ago, and but it, yeah. it, it helps. Okay, yeah, and... Got it where it's going to be like three years from now, we'll have $15. Here you go. We even called Left Voice. Otto talks, talks about the rotating villains. Big fan of this publication. Support Left Voice if you can. All right, uh, Elizabeth McDonough. That's the parliamentarian, you know what? I've only heard her, you know, referred to. But guess what her name is? You didn't you elect her? I know I elected her. She 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 ran a really strong campaign for parliamentarian. Yeah, I mean, cuz that cuz I've ever heard of the parliamentarian as a problem until now. 2001. It's never right. 2001. The parliamentarian said the prescription drug plan, the Part D prescription drug plan, was not going to uh, uh, fit with the budget. And what they do, they fired the parliamentarian and replaced him with somebody that would. Yep. So progressives and even leftists lament the Democrats' poor political acumen, questioning why they simply don't, for example, ignore the parliamentarian's rulings. Right? Why? Because they're neither bad at politics nor hapless victims. This is what they're doing. That their goal is to uphold capitalism our, and maintain capitalist our society. Fathers, our right? founding fathers made sure that we had the parliamentarian to keep progress from moving forward. So 
you know, we have to respect their constitutional wishes. Didn't we, like, set up a whole system to avoid a parliamentary system like they had? Something something like that. It's kind of funny. Like some checks and balances almost, something. You know? You know, three branches of government and... They united to block Bernie from clinching the nomination, of course. Stop India Walton and Nina Turner. Move them to moving. The, oh, yeah. Stopping the progressive campaigns and moving them to pragmatic progressives. Right. right. India Walton, she she lost, right? She lost the Buffalo mayor to the incumbent who ran an independent campaign against her. If I remember correctly, uh, the Democrats did not really support. India Walton were the ones who did. Remember, oh, that's right. Chuck Schumer gave her the endorsement. He gave her the kiss of death and Chuck made her a Schumer. corporate Democrat. Yeah. And then the corporate Democrats steamrolled her because between a corporate Democrat and a corporate Democrat, they might as well choose the corporatists, the better corporatists. You know, um, Biden administration had no problem continuing, even expanding inhumane Trump era immigration policies. Right, remain in Mexico hasn't changed. All all migrants from the Western Hemisphere are now forced to stay in Mexico pending approval, and he's now been deporting people that are that are requesting asylum. It's just, yeah, nothing would fundamentally change, and we cannot be under the illusion that this that the solution to this inaction and ostensible gridlock is to vote harder for Democrats. Boom. I like this guy. Vote harder. Yeah, we must also refuse to put our faith in this undemocratic system, one where senators can single-handedly torpedo legislation that the majority of the population supports. Right. Um, Sure. Filibuster reform. I mean, how many times have we seen legislation torpedoed by one vote? I mean, look, to all his credit, John McCain, he got to do the thumbs-down thing with the health care. I mean, yep. it wouldn't have been the way we liked it, but it, this is what we're talking about: was you know, governing by majority rule or, or by sixty-vote supermajority, which is what they've required, and nothing passes because nothing gets sixty votes anymore. Right. So we've got a broken system. What are we gonna do? All right. So I did go back to well. One way is how do we make cor- Congress less corrupt? And that's what I love about popular information and Judd Legume. Support his publication. He's one of the best out there. Uh, He follows the money. He's been keeping companies accountable to their words about what they say they're going to do on their their donations to both Republicans as well as Democrats, but mostly the Republicans that had challenged the certification of the election and the hypocrisy of the companies that have first said that they were not going to donate to these uh, to these lawmakers, and now all of a sudden the money's flowing back in, and he's following that. We appreciate that. I love anybody that follows the money. Robbie Yeager, Sludge, these guys, Shadow Band, Sebs and Alley, the Gnomes, all awesome. Support. Support independent investigative journalism. Yep. Under federal law. So, and by the way, Shadow Ban Refugee also is now on Twitter. And also, he put out a medium piece recently, which I highly recommend everybody read as well. So, right. 
If a federal employee owns stock in a company here, this is just like the basic stuff. And we t we covered Nancy Pelosi and her wonderful stock options predictions and yep. Paul's um, amazing ability to predict the future and to pick winners when it came to stocks and options. But like she had a, a superpower that just, you know, allowed her to make decisions that could have, you know, affect the stock market and then choose stocks based off those decisions. But anyway, yeah, exactly. So here, the applause where the 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 law applies whether the employee has any decision-making authority or if the authority if the matter can plausibly impact the stock price, right? So, yeah. Conflict of interest. It's it's basics. You know, people who work for publicly traded companies, they cannot trade in the in those company stocks. Um unless it's in a given window and they have to not have certain knowledge of certain things. It's unbelievable. So in each violation of the law carries five years in jail and $50,000 fine. But members of Congress, what happens to them? I believe it's a $500 fine. Right. They are free to actively trade an individual that. stock while voting on bills that would directly impact the stock price. This seems like, no-brainer stuff, and it's happening on a daily basis. And again, everyone from Pelosi to John Boehner stood to benefit from legis by legislation being considered at the time uh, that they were in, uh, yep. the investments were being made. This was the Stock Act, right? So it sounded good, right? They mm -hmm. had to report any disclosure within forty-five days, right? And the penalty is a small one if they blow through the deadline. Which is only two hundred bucks, and they do have to to disclose. And when they do, it's usually big news. Somebody gets it, and you can see Robbie or Sludge or somebody does a story exposing what their holdings are and what their and what their activity is. Yeah, based off that that, that being public, but you know that's that's the public stuff. Right, but mm -hmm. there is bipartisan interest in legislation that would ban it, supported by three quarters of Americans. But of course, it's. Our our wonderful Democratic leaders in the House and Senate that are all multimillionaires themselves. Yeah, exactly. And, and and either trade stocks or they hold them and they have them in a quote unquote blind trust or or they're not even so blind. Um again, both both sides have found themselves because it's it's a corporate uniparty, right? You're talking about Richard Burr and Diane Feinstein, and of course we know famously about uh, about Nancy Pelosi and Kelly Loeffler. Her husband actually, I believe, is the president of the New York Stock Exchange. And then you've got Richard Burr, one of three senators to oppose the Stock Act, sold up to one point seven million dollars shortly before the market tanked. And then I believe he started to buy tech companies and PPE companies as well. Pretty unreal. Justice Department dropped the probes into Loeffler, Feinstein, and Inhofe. But Richard Burr, thankfully, remains under investigation. I'm sure that'll go nowhere. David Perdue's tra stating, uh, tra uh, trading in activity increased. And here, John Yarmuth, who famous for being the only representative in Congress to acknowledge MMT, also purchased several cannabis industry stocks while championing 
legislation. Well, how better to make them go up than to pass legislation? Now, again, we support passing legislation that does that, but profiting while doing it privately is not necessarily cool and certainly not uh, definitely a conflict of interest. And, you know, you, you want to call down down the line. We don't want to see conflicts of interest. Right. Right. So we've got Senator Merkley and Raja Krishnamuthri introduced the nice. Banned Conflicted Trading Act. Yes, thank you very much. I didn't practice that. <laughs> right. <laughs> we probably butchered it, but... Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, bill require members of Congress and senior staff members to either sell their individual holdings within six months of being elected or transfer them into a blind trust with no option for trading till they leave office. I'd be down with that. Okay, we need to end the era in which members of Congress buy and sell individual stocks. I mean, how easy is it for somebody... At, to, to pick up the phone and have a private conversation with somebody on their cell phone somewhere. I mean, it just opens everybody up to such conflicts and to such corruption. It just seems like it would be obvious. And again, despite the multiple pieces of legislation introduced on the topic, here's the key. Nancy Pelosi has already expressed her opposition. And we know this. Okay. Yep. Chuck Schumer has yet to comment directly on the issue. However, he's dodged direct questions stating that he doesn't own any stocks, which is Except. also pretty interesting. Yeah. What, I wonder where all his money sits. It's got to be in real estate if that's the case. Real estate. Yeah. But it's also, he doesn't necessarily have to own it. He could have family own it. He could have, you know, well, like wife, kids, you know, anyone that can own stocks. He could just be like, yeah, here, buy some, you know, Moderna real quick. Right. Yeah. So. Buy some Microsoft. Uh, buy some Zoom. We're going to be right. locked up for a while, and everybody's yep. going to have to change the way they communicate and work. I mean, yep. what Zoom stock did during the pandemic has been. Was crazy, right? Yeah, I, I wish I had bought a little, and it's kind of funny because. We all kind of knew, like, if we were going to all be locked up, there were certain stocks and certain companies that were going to benefit, and yep. anyone that had any money to buy it and, and a foresight to do so did profit wildly. Yep. So, talking about student debt, RJ Esco from Zero Hour... And subscribe to that program. He's done some pretty good interviews. Um, he recently had Richard Wolf on, but he did an interview with an economist, Marshall Steinbaum, talking about the ethics and imperative of canceling student debt. It wasn't a terribly long uh, article, and the the video is in there. Again, I definitely recommend everybody go and watch that. Uh, but it does talk about all the different benefits and all the different freedoms that it would allow for so many Americans to not be burdened. Okay, you've got the moral argument. But then again, it should be arguably addressed that we could correct the injustice by going to people with more disposable income than student debt holders. Okay, they're taking it from the wealthy, and I disagree with that only because the government can clear the debt. 
right, a credential inflation. All right. It, again, it's it's an interesting conversation that, that that I think everybody should take a look at. Okay. Uh, subscribe to the view that higher education is a public good. Okay, yep. and it was a mistake from the very beginning to conceive it as an investment in your future earnings. Which, hmm. But yeah, this is this is a great, um, great interview, great article, and. Take a look, and uh, I'm a big fan of R.J. Esco. Uh, he's one of the lesser-known and lesser-amplified interviewers, lefties out there. I know he's also had some uh, some kind of libby stuff, but he he does some really good stuff. And again, he's one of the older o older dogs out there. I know he's been doing this a long time, and it's important to to have continuity and to have people out there that have been doing this a while, as well as. Uh, the, the all the new the new breed that have come up and people that are that are true to to helping out and and, and to advancing the cause forward. So definitely supporter of RJ as well. So thank you for that. Um, that was a quick one. Next one, ah, Mila. Okay, hang on, I gotta blow this up because this is our first one that we've done for, with her. I'm a big fan of Alex Rubenstein and the pro-democracy pod on Rockfin. And his co-host on the show is Mila Goryev, who is also a Ph.D. student, I believe. I think she's living in the Chicago area, if I remember correctly. But she wrote an article about online school. And I thought everybody, I, I just wanted to go through it. Uh, talking about mental health and literacy, and but what's really weird is that we're still free to go to the mall, right? And spoke to high school educational aide who works at his high his school's learning resource center, works with students who mostly have cognitive learning and special needs because he himself has a physical disability that places him in BC's clinically vulnerable category. Right. We we wanted to discuss the, the balancing of the need for education and mental health with looking out for other clinically vulnerable people during the pandemic. So again, this is you're staring at a screen for seven to eight hours and it's a lot more tiring than people think it is. Totally agree. Okay. With fully online learning, Michael was on a computer till five PM Monday through Friday and felt tired and worn down. As a teacher, and a lot of people felt the exhaustion of being online. And again, this is the stuff that they're not talking about, really, when, when it comes to online school and how it has changed the way that teachers and kids are interacting. All right. What you highlighted. Right. When they're in person, they seem to be on the same playing field. They have access to the same things, right? Okay, some families don't have access to the best internet or computers or space or area for quiet or a clear area um this is this is all really important stuff right again so the school had good measures in place there were separate entrances for di with different grades cohorts desks were wiped down i mean they they were doing 
the best they could, given the the resources that they were provided. So Mila also has concerned school uh, about school closures at all levels, including her own. Right. Uh, again, I have kids in public school, so this personally affects me. Okay, she's lost people to suicide and drug overdoses during the pandemic in a way that alarmed her. And Ouch. Yeah, I mean, they're anxious when they keep receiving changing commands and contradictory information and no end in sight. And it's, you know, to people that have mental health issues, this is... Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I had, for me, with ADHD, I, I actually wanted this for a long time, right? Where... It was easier for me to do stuff at home uh, to have because you need less motivation to do that right like and and they always made it difficult like it's never an, an easy process to do it right which is part of the problem you know? yeah it's it's you know it's it, everything's extra convoluted for no reason yeah i mean so right supposedly the vaccines prevent the, the risk of Getting and spreading as well as preventing serious illness. While well, we already know, like what's going on with all the different reports, and everybody's still getting sick, even though you got double, triple vaxxed, and now you got quadruple vaxxed, and Omicron's highly contagious, and we are where we are after two years of going through this. So, yep, you know we are taking risks by having an indefinite period where we all live online. All right, students pay exorbitantly high tuition while being confined to learning through methods they can use to learn for free on YouTube, which is also ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Harvard basically telling its students, oh, just you use your best judgment. I mean, that's right. it's 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 no guidance as to. Well, then it's also the average age of teaching. Like you're you're talking about people who have no idea how computers work. Like, you know, preventative treatment. To teach people at a level, yeah. Preventative treatment, PPEs. I mean, all the different. Yeah, again, some some things to wipe down, but it's. Bus again. I'm I'm worried more for the bus drivers and the, the uh, parents. Humans and the teachers, and of course, then the the grandparents of you know the the living grandparents and family, especially the vulnerable, that that live with the kids, and they're gonna they bring it home, and and we we've just gone through a case you know case in our house and quarantines for the last six weeks or so for yeah. kids in and out of school, and yeah. there's no rhyme or reason really as to exactly is it ten days, is it five days, how long until. You can come back. When right. do you not have it? It's Somebody pretty much what, whatever the CDC says for that state that week. Like, I mean, it's, you know. I mean, literally, one of my buddies te texted me today. They he's had it for like a week. He's had no symptoms since Thursday, but a test shows that he still got it. So he doesn't even know what to think. It's like everybody's out of their minds with this stuff. And each again, one of those tests is is you know, sixty bucks a pop. Like. And then everybody's yelling about, of course, the overwhelming of the hospitals. We don't want to talk about the fact that they cut the number of beds uh, and they cut the number of hospitals, but also that we are woefully inadequate on ICU beds versus standard beds. Um, even though we've known for years that we were going to need this many more ICU beds because they're not 
profitable to the hedge funds that own our hospitals these days and our medical companies and to the insurance companies. Yeah, they'll, they'll shut off whole wings and stuff because it saves them money and, you know, they don't even want to reopen them. And then they're like, we have a we have a shortage. It's like, well, open another wing up. Like, Right, this was the, uh, the hospital, the, the China hospital that they built out of containers, uh, shipping containers. Literally, they they had you have the stream, and I don't want to get DMCA for that. Well, no, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Like, they literally built like a hospital, and like, I remember the like CNN and stuff at the time was like, oh, that has to be fake, can't be real. No, that that happened. Like, they just built a hospital. They were like, okay, we're just gonna build some hospitals in if we need some. Like, right. So, who does benefit from online school? Well. Not very many people, unfortunately. Low-income students are suffering from online learning. All right, it's the wealthiest who are profiting. Why? Because well, Zoom <laughs> has been making ro- record profits. So of course, anyone that can afford, we talked about Zoom stock. Zo- Zoom CEO is one of the many billionaires who've reaped the benefits. All right. In addition, all the Fang stocks or the the heavy tech stocks have been making record profits. Well, we we know that and. They all have benefited, specifically Google, Google Classroom. I know all my kids are doing Google Classroom. And Chicago had a big thing when it came to Google Classroom. And Microsoft has Teams. loads, yep. You know? um, Yep. And, of course, all the the kids that were using their Kindle devices more during the pandemic, I'm sure, because parents had to keep them occupied. Chromebooks, right? Chromebooks are one of the biggest educating... Like uh, my kids have Chromebooks issued by the school, right? It's like they're giving out. They're give the right. It's it's because Google has essentially a grant that you can like uh, sign up for to get like Chromebooks. Yeah, you Apple know? used to do that, and now I think yeah. Google basically took it over. Okay, yeah. but yeah, greatest upward transfer of wealth in history, and that's who. Th- those are the words of Dylan Radigan and. Jimmy Dore, I keep hearing that over and over again. That's a Newsweek article that it links to. Okay. Yeah. Talking about the metaverse. And that's that's oh, God. web 3.0 or 4.0, whatever. Again, another... Really another. About dealing with the pandemic. Instead, they're restructuring how they want people to consume. For them, the perfect society is a mass of people glued to screens, ordering takeout, maintaining survival through Amazon deliveries, and building a virtual life in the palms of the ruling class. Yeah, it's like... Yep. You know, talking to a guy who really hasn't gone out in like about a week, partly because we had this stuff ripping through our house and partly because the convenience of life and everything is exactly that. And 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 in a perfect world, no one would care about this because it wouldn't be an issue. Right. If you could if you could sustain people's lives with with this and whatever, no one would care. The issue right, then you can that, go out, touch grass, go to the movies, go on vacation and go right. uh, you know, if everybody could live their lives. on the metaverse on the weekend and like what like no one would no one right, would but, actually care. The issue is is, you know, it it's this, ruining lives because of the blatant capitalism of it. It's being reset, you know, you know again, a reset. Right. Yep. As we as we're well aware. So again, subscribe to Mila's blog. This is Goryeb dot substack.com there's the link in the chat for everybody hello to my russian bot friends dot ong dot red i'm kidding you know yeah 
All right. Uh, we've got just a couple more stories. Uh, we're moving along nicely. Uh, okay. This is, again, talking about corruption in the C-suite. We can't stop here. It's Bat Country. Matthew Stoller, who does some amazing work on monopolies, and that is what I follow him for. Is he talks about monopolies and he talks about what's going on in the C-suite and he talks about what's going on in at the FTC with regard to trying to break up monopolies and control big businesses or big businesses controlling our government. Right. So Stoller is worried because of Tim Cook. You know, all these big CEO tech CEOs, all right? Yeah. This now he wrote this before they they met with uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee, but they did yeah. vote this bill through committee, which again he says is an overwhelming thrashing for big tech, and it starts with that, and that lots of senators that indicated they had technical concerns with the bill will probably vote no's when it comes up. However, thanks to uh, Amy's grandstanding, a lot of them ended up voting yes including Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham. A lot of that stuff was about Section 230, and they want to get rid of Section 230 for their own uh, yeah. um, censorship Pocket. type of purposes more than anything. Yeah. They don't like the, the way that Facebook has been regulating, and they, they're treated as a... They want to treat Facebook more as a publisher uh, and have them being even more of a nanny state. Yeah, because then they have to control what they publish, right? Like, yeah, exactly. The even more so, but they, you know, Matt's talking about how they have been taking about the, the problem of big, big tech more seriously, and they've been talking about breaking up big tech. Talking about Ferdinand Pecora, I love that he, that he gives mention to Ferdinand Pecora, and I did want to men uh, give a shout out to the Real Progressives. They created a a. Uh, a series called the Pecora Files, and it talks about antitrust behind the scenes, uh, wrongdoings, and law breaking. And anti uh, great series. So, if uh, everybody, I, I would highly recommend that as well. Okay. But Ferdinand Pecora went through millions of documents, learned how these firms work, producing widely respected report on the relationship of tech firms, the democratic systems of government. Right. The final report has reverberated globally and led to multiple antitrust suits and significant legislative effort. All right. So you had uh, once they announced that the Senate Judiciary had hearing uh, was announced, once the, the hearing was announced, all of a sudden phones started to light up on on Capitol Hill. So, you know, lobbying by big tech is fast and furious. And what happened the committee was going to take up a House bill that that would prohibit Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Apple from preferencing their own products. So we've seen this for years. I mean, Microsoft putting Internet Explorer and their crappy Edge browser on everything. And Facebook, and I think he even talks about, I read an article somewhere else about how Bono laments the fact that they allowed Facebook, uh, that they allowed Apple to put that album on like every iPhone and right. every device and had it like autoplay. My wife still has that. Like she doesn't really use Apple iMusic or, or you know the Apple Music. And they pushed that album when she first got out 
got got her phone and still to this day once in a while she'll turn the car on and that, that thing will start playing just like ah funny right um so again uh talking about fraud fraud uh in the app store and talking about the the gates in the app store look there was just a battle with epic about rights and how much the app stores are charging developers on the in-game bucks that are being charged on the platforms, which is fascinating yeah. lawsuit. Well, it's, well, it's, it's a, it's, the lawsuits are essentially like two companies that are trying to be as greedy as possible and like, don't want the other person being greedier than them. It's, it's a crazy, like, you know, right. And then there's yeah. Amazon, like learning from third party sellers and then putting yep. their own basic and goods their, yep. and yep. amplifying that. That's exactly, you know, if you look at the seller forums, there's a lot more skepticism about them. There's also an attempt to gen up controversy over whether it would cover firms like Walmart. Again, this is great stuff. And this is something that I, I think that because we, we don't talk about capitalism and, and we're anti-capitalists, we don't analyze yeah. what's going on inside the business world enough to see where what moves are being made where. Okay, again, the main strategy will be to attach a poison pill amendment to this bill that would destroy it. All right, they saw in the House mark up the same bill. So they'll try to water this down. And uh, Silicon Valley spent a ton of money to try to impact legislation. Um, and now, again, you've seen this Silicon Valley to Washington pipeline our secretary of state was a lobbyist himself for the, you know, for the tech industry in, in defense. Um, was it West exec partners? I believe is, is the firm that Blinken was a member of. Right. Okay. Codifying the consumer welfare standard as a way of destroying the legislation while sounding like you're just standing up for consumers. Lobbyists are telling senators and staffers, well, if you can't be with us on the bill overall, at least support us on the Consumer Welfare Standard Amendment. It's a poison pill, and it may or may not work. So again, Cook and Pachai are working the phones to make sure that it does. Okay, so here's a letter that's going around to the House delegation. And it's signed by all our favorite organizations. Again, Matt is also an independent journalist, follows Monopoly, fan of his work, definitely support him. He went uh, more more of a paid format earlier this year, mm. and now he's delivering more premium content to paid subscribers. So if you want to learn more about business, what's happening in the C-suite, what's happening uh, between business and government, definitely uh, follow Matt Stoller. He's one of the sources that I, I rely on. Cool. All right. So they said Aaron Mate yelled at me. Aaron Mate. Oh, Aaron Mate. Wait, oh, Aaron Mate. So Aaron Mate, this is like Substack week here at Indie Left. Um, notice that we're reading everybody's Substack. Substack's such an awesome platform. We're a big fan of it ourselves. Kirkland brand, Jamie Heineman. What? No. Oh, is that is that? 
Is that is that what you would consider yourself? The Kirkland brand Jamie? Bring that up, Jamie. No, no, Jamie Heineman is Mythbusters. Oh, oh, that Jamie. Oh, right. Oh, he does look like like Jamie. Oh God. Yeah. So that's John Durham. He's the uh, the FBI. He's under investigation for the FBI, of course, for all the RussiaGate stuff. So, Aaron will be hosting a call-in episode. By the way, he he hosted Jimmy Dore recently on call-in. So now Jimmy Dore has infected and invaded call-in as well as a platform. (laughs) So, again, RussiaGate getting smashed. But our saber rattling with Russia is starting to get scary, and this is still part of a narrative. And it's ramping up, yeah. So again, good things are happening as far as uh, exposing the fact that this is just bogus. And John Durham also previewed a challenge to the FBI's claims about how and why its counterintelligence investigation of the Trump campaign began. Right at stake is the completeness of the official reckoning within the U.S. government over the RussiaGate scandal and whether there will be an accounting commensurate with the offense. So again, all of the amount of, say, all the positioning and all the conversation, the damage to a presidential candidate turned president, and the drama playing out that we can see. Michael Horowitz, the Department of Justice Inspector General, mishandled. The Russia probe, but nonetheless concluded that it was launched in good faith. <laughs> yep. In good faith. I mean, it's, it, it's it's unreal. Durham has made plain his dissent. Okay, in in response to the Horowitz report, special counsel announced that his office had advised the IG. We don't agree with some of the report's conclusions. Again, very in depth, back and forth. He said, she said. The investigation is not limited to developing information from within component parts of the Justice Department and and instead obtained information from other persons and entities, both in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. Now, is that the Steele dossier that he's talking about? Of course it is. Crossfire Hurricanes advocates. Defense has been a big problem. Copious countervailing evidence in the public record, including... Horowitz's own report. Considerable paper trail points to Steele's political opposition research playing a greater role in the probe than the FBI has acknowledged. And here are several reasons and several instances where it was primarily using the Steele report, which, of course, we know now has been debunked in many ways. It was doctored, yeah. Okay, the FBI's claim that he played no role in spank in sparking the Trump-Russia probe is further called into question by top bureau officials' previous false claims about the investigation, including his role. They not only lied to public and Congress, but also to the FISA court. All right, so... Of interest to the counterintelligence folks. Durham's invi- indictment of a- Igor Danchenko was the final nail in the coffin for the Clinton-funded dossier. But nobody noticed. Jones reporter. Right, David David Korn concluded that the FBI investigation had been legitimately launched, but therefore, thereby proving that there had been no hoax. Wait, what? It's like... Right. 
Black is white. If yeah. the Crossfire Hurricane team did really did not learn of steel until September 19th, then those leading the Russiagate probe were among the few high-ranking officials in Washington intelligence circles unaware of the dossier. There's just no way. Like in all the news, like yeah, like right. First steel FBI contact about dossier came on July 5th. So, Washington-based Oppo research firm Fusion GPS contacted Michael Gaeta. We know all yeah. about this. This is all the background. Yep. That's Steele's office. Like going into Credico. Right? Is this Credico? Well, 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 it was like... Uh, they, he went on Jimmy's at, that, at one point, right? Because they were... That guy was trying to claim that he had been, like, seeing him to, like, talk to Putin. And the guy was like, yeah, no, that's not happening. That never happened. You know? Hmm. I forget who it was. Are you talking about Paul Manafort, the Manafort thing with the embassy? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Well, that, that's also just a fabrication as well. Um, right. Okay. Again, according to Hyatt Horowitz, the IG who concluded that Steele played no role in the crossfire opening, uh, hurricane opening, this agent then informed the superior about the Steele allegations the same day. So ha the timelines just don't line up. No. Okay. On July 28th, at the F at its FBI colleague's request, Michael Gaeta passed along copies of the two reports he received from Steele. As Horowitz later found the first one, dated... 26, June 20th, 2016, uh, provided would later become one of four, one of the four one of four Steele's reports that the FBI relied on to support its surveillance applications for Carter Page. Right. This is a, again a long one. Again, here you go. Also received approval of Victoria Newland, who's now serving in Eastern Europe, and now she's uh, she's helping to destabilize Ukraine. Newland recall and recalled in a 2018 interview past two to four pages of short points of what he was finding and our immediate reaction was, this is not in our purview. It needs to go to the FBI. Yeah. Again, long article from, from Aaron. Highly recommend reading through the whole thing. According to FBI electric communication that opened the Trump-Russia probe, FBI wow. only heard that Papadopoulos suggested Papadopoulos. that Trump had received some kind of suggestion from Russia. Again, this is yes. flimsy, 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 flimsy at best. Again, yeah. you've got even Peter Strzok there. I, I see Peter Strzok's name dropped in there, wrote in his own book, was untrue. But the FBI officially based its entire Trump-Russia counterintelligence probe was a suggestion. Suggestion. Yeah. Because they wanted it to be true. Adding to the questions surrounding the the basis for even opening the counter-intel probe, they didn't even bother to contact the campaign volunteer whose suggestion supposedly triggered it. But they expanded it to multiple other figures in Trump's orbit. Again, not a fan of Trump, the campaign. There was definitely some some weird stuff going on there. Um, how Paul Manafort became their campaign manager? There's a lot of questions. Yeah. The, the the Flynn stuff. I uh, 
a lot of questions still to, to be answered, and we'll never get the answer because of the way that this was botched. The investigation was botched, and because they the fact that it were able to obstruct it every, at, at every chance. Um, yeah, I mean... They didn't have yeah, to I mean, comply. Yeah, I mean, this whole story's been blown apart by Aaron multiple times. Like, you know, especially the steel stuff, because it's just ridiculous, right? It was... Here you go. Dim's a pattern of... some fear that... Yeah. Pattern of factual misstatements. Here you go. 17 factual misstatements and omissions to the FISA court. The FISA court. Just on the warrants on Trump campaign volunteer Carter Page. Yeah. And Carter Page, I think they let him go. I don't think that he ever got arrested for anything. He did go to Russia. Right. I think they said at one point that he claimed that he was recommending that, that he was representing Trump, but was he, again, so many levels of plausible deniability get thrown in there that we'll never know what actually happened. Or if we do, yeah. that never actually gets prosecuted. But we'll hear it. Yep. Right. Um, talking about Devin Nunes, FBI fought to prevent its release on the fact that their reliance on the Steele dossier was was put out there. Thanks, Devin Nunes. Boo. He's got a cow. FBI claimed that it had grave concerns about material omissions of fact that fundamentally impact the memo's accuracy. FBI believes the Russian government efforts are being coordinated with paid. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. So you've got a ton of blacked out stuff. This is the first yeah. FISA application to spy on Carter Page. It claimed it believed the Russian government's efforts were being coordinated with Page based upon the Steele dossier. Steele dossier. Right. Which is then, like, the Steele dossier is all hearsay and nonsense and... Well, and, said, it's, and it's oppo research that had originally been paid for by the Clinton campaign and then had been offered to the Trump campaign. And, right. yeah, what a mess. What a mess. Yeah. Um, Durham's dissent could become a political flashpoint. Again, this was published by Real Clear Investigations for Aaron Mate. Aaron Mate, of course, does some good work. Serious stuff. Rushing aid yeah, stuff. The Havana syndrome stuff is going to be interesting. So, well, I saw that just today there was somebody talking about still they're trying to push Havana the, syndrome. Is that the which one is the Havana syndrome thing? That's like the hangover thing, right? Yeah, that. Oh, that yeah, that, that that's the noise problem. But like, what is it? What is it? Oh, okay. You know, they, where people are claiming that, that it's making them sick. Mm. Um, okay. And yes, restream bot sharing makes it sloppy second. So, <laughs> yep. but but we do want to make sure that everybody sees the chats across all the platforms because we are broadcasting to a bunch of different places on both any news yeah. network and, um, and of course, any left news. So one more story tonight. And it is Indie News Network member The Dissident. Oh, our friend The Dissident. The, 
the the leftist dissent what I forget what he changed it to, but no, it's still leftist news twelve, but I on, don't on, think on Twitter. That's you don't see is. a David Lynch icon anymore. You, no, I think you see this no, this this dissident icon. Yeah, and that was after some some ribbing from from us on that for sure. <clears throat> but sometimes it seems again RussiaGate saber rattling for Russia getting scary. RussiaGate will never die. So the new, newest propaganda from the State Department comes in the form of a report on Kremlin funded media, and this is the State Department report yeah. about. Kremlin funded media, and it specifically yep. puts up this graphic Sputnik, about RT. the web of networks yep. and and how they are influencing. Okay, oh, how this report will be used to silence dissident media. Yep. All right, yep. there's no doubt that some of RT's coverage is biased in favor of Russian government's positions, but tell me how that's any different. This report pretends that this is something unique to RT and not a phenomenon. Al Jazeera and the BBC, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News have clear bias. Okay, there's no doubt all media outlets have a bias in favor of their funders. But to pretend this is only true of RT and not a broader case is ridiculous. RT America airs on contact, hosted by Chris Hedges. On this show, Hedges has deep and important conversations with respected intellectuals. Noam Chomsky, Cornel West. Richard Wolf, John Pilger, Richard Wolf, all of them respected in their own right, and and Hedges respected in his own right, not but like twenty years ago, like not even that long ago. You right, Mike Mike Papantonio and Tara Reid, all of right. the people in America that challenge imperialism, that question yep. the narrative of the U.S. government, it seems that they end up hired by RT. Why is that? RT. Because no other yeah. mainstream U.S. corporate or U.K. network will will allow them to to spout the to challenge the advertisers and the right. government on their airwaves. Yep. Okay. Well, it's to, because to, America controls so much of the the media that like you know that people are afraid to fall out of line with it, right? Uh, us suffer its ire, you know. So there you go. To put it simply, RT, RT has given the platform on TV to people that have been frozen out of other media outlets for being too critical of Western imperialism and corporations. He says it better yeah. than I could. Yeah. Okay. Big reason behind the State Department's attack is to censor these dissident voices. Lee Camp, Chris Hedges, Julian Assange, yeah. Nico House, Richard Medhurst. <laughs> They're all part of RT. Yep. Okay. Of course, Assange is being tortured in Belmarsh. Great Julian Assange. This report is part of the State Department's propaganda campaign against Assange to demonizing him and distract from the fact that the U.S. is persecuting him for his journalism. Not just prosecuting, but persecuting. The idea that he has a connection to Russia was completely debunked by a Yahoo News report on the CIA's attempt to kidnap him. And that reported that they admitted they had no evidence tying Assange to Russia. Doesn't matter. That's what they're going to put out there. All right. This is also an analysis done by VIPS, which is a collection of dissenting U.S. of intelligence officials that found Assange's source would have to would had to have been a leak, based on the fact that uh, a yeah, fat file the file allocation table. table right? Okay, this could not have been transferred to an external source. 
uh, would have to have been transferred to an external source. Yeah, that's, right. That's Furthermore, Bill Binney talking about that, right? CrowdStrike admitted under oath that they had no evidence that Russia stole emails from the DNC. Yep. Okay. The TV show you're talking about, The World Tomorrow, is a wholly independently to produced TV show here in London. Dartmouth Films. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And then finally, again, true claims labeled as Russian propaganda. And of course, we, we love yep. the the labels that get put under every single Lee Camp video, under every Tar Reed thing, under every right. everything from the soapbox, which also is part of Mafic Network. They say the 2015 Sputnik to put out two articles saying the U.S. is protecting and supporting jihadists in the Middle East. This is an undeniably true claim, but yet we're not, you know, it, it's blocked and it's listed as a falsehood. Right. Yeah. I spent billions of dollars arming and training rebels. Well, and it's just it's just brushed off as as Russian disinformation, right? I mean, it's it's you know. So I mean, it's how we all get called Russian bots if we talk about e any of it. Every every second. I mean, so, how often have yeah. we all been called Russian bots? Yep. All right. Then again, this is. Also a claim here, Russian propaganda. They also claim the idea the the U.S. backed coup for in Bolivia for, uh, for access, access to lithium, lithium. right? Yeah. Except that we'll coup whoever we we want. Well, there were many reasons the U.S. backed the coup. There is no doubt one of them was to grow profits for electric car companies like Tesla, for sure. And then, of course, there's the whitewashing of the U.S. involvement in Ukraine, and there are. White supremacists, I believe, that are involved, neo-Nazis. Yep, here we go. The State Department also claims it is a false narrative and Russian propaganda to point out that Ukraine has a neo-Nazi problem. Right. That that Victoria Newland, who came up in our last article with Aaron Mate, talking about that she thinks Yats is a guy who's got economic experience, governing experience. They're trying to install a Western-friendly puppet leader and then they're turning around and accusing Russia of doing the exact same thing. Right. I mean, it's the classic, like, look, we we influenced Russian elections multiple times. Like, we, we, we practically had one of their, you know, national leaders getting drunk with Bill Clinton. Like, we, we had that. Like, that's what we were doing. They, they literally and, made and a movie Clinton out of it called running, Spinning Boris. Right. Great movie. Right. By the way, have you never seen that movie with Jeff Goldblum and Anthony LaPaglia? Right. Which Hilarious. Is why, like, Putin, they, they, they also essentially pushed Putin's opponent, right, actively. They gave money to, like, you know, literally the stuff they accused Russia of doing, they did out in the open. Oh, like, Navalny? I mean, they, they've been aiding and abetting right. Navalny for years, and they would like to see, you know, NED and Clooney Foundation, and, you know, they've been calling yeah. Navalny a dissident, but he's he's no ally of, of yeah. ours. Um so again, the, this report is a clear propaganda piece from the State Department to censor journalists at RT and Sputnik, demonize Julian Assange, and label dissent as Russian propaganda. This has been the goal of the Russia conspiracy since its inception. Politicians on both the left and right have been accused of being Russian agents for questioning official U.S. policy narratives, 
alternative news sites have been deranked in the algorithm because they were falsely labeled Russian propaganda by groups like Propernot, like the Gray Zone. Right. Yeah. This new State Department is, report is re-emerging of that McCarthy political climate that many hoped was gone for good. Hopefully this time all the left will see it for the propaganda it is. And I have I not so. really heard anybody making too much reference to it. My concern is that they're going to use a report like this to, to try to shut down RT, Sp yeah. RT America, Sputnik, etc. Right, which which is only going to cause. I mean, I, honestly, I think it's partially. You know, I know Tara's talked about this that there's been they're they're ramping up and escalating things with Russia and China, mm -hmm. right? Uh, to to get some response, right? It's essentially we're bullying them to get them to punch first. You know, like what, what all we need is economic sanctions and you know whatever for them to really be like that. Plus, like okay, you're going to also censor. The, the, their government's like uh, only voice in your country like you know it's and and that's to assume that that's what rt is which it's not like uh, anyway yeah yeah i mean again they've, they've got a, a variety of voices on there and opinions and the one thing i will say in in Helping to assemble a network is you, you've got to have that variety of, of opinion. Otherwise, it just becomes an echo chamber bubble. And and you want to bring in different ideas and different perspectives and different viewpoints. Yeah. And you don't want everybody to agree on everything because not everyone has it figured out. And there are better ways of doing things. And there are considerations that not everyone has to, has to think about. And... Um, yeah, so that's that's all I've got for this week. Uh, I did want to let's uh, let's do a little let's do a little boat smashing into other boats. So let's do our little theme song here. I watched YouTube boats that smash into other boats. See, is it gonna work? Hey, it worked right! Woohoo! <laughs> we got the theme. We got reef. Ah, where'd you? You hit that Will Smith laugh real quick. We got Bong Cam. Bong Cam's still down. Damn it. All right, now it's Reese part of the show, and I can just chill out and laugh. Popo, what's up, Popo? People born in barns. God, hold on. Popo is just chilling. All right, I'll say hi to everyone in chat. Shadow Band, dude, you're still here. That's awesome. Thank you for hanging out. That's so cool. Um. Yep. Wish I could write all those articles all the time. Yeah, that would be nice if, if we could just write and focus on doing just that. Oh, nice. So, Here we go. We have some news. More news. Since you... I have to go to the freezer real quick for this news. Oh, this uh, is so... Because, because... What a shock. What? What's I'm reading shock? your headline. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, most Americans predict Biden won't uphold marijuana decriminalization promise in 2022 poll finds, right? Which I have to get one of these. This is written by Kyle Yeager. Nice. Oh, another Yeager so, bomb. There you go. So we right. <laughs> Honorary Robbie Yeager Yeager bomb. Related to Robbie, but I kind of hope so if they're both writing stuff like this. So. There is some stuff. We'll scroll down here in a bit, but 
Uh, cheers, Kyle. Cheers. Hmm. Oh, God. I'll oh. take a shot of coffee for that. <laughs> yep. That's, so, what that's what your college uh, <laughs> tasted like, huh? Yep. Um, but so there, it, it did bring up a graph, right? There was essentially a poll done, I think done by YouGov, right? That, um, that essentially stated, can I open this nice and big? It's pretty, go pretty clear. Uh, I can see it. Open image, a new tab. There we go. Hey, look at that. Um, so decriminalizing marijuana right here, which is one of the things that Biden uh, claimed he was going to do in like the first year, right? So um, getting the COVID-19 pandemic, right? 35% over here on the, the reds are, are none, <laughs> right? I might have to kill my cam so people can read, but um, increasing the federal minimum wage to 15, 37% voted none on that. Polling United States on track to have clean energy economy. 33% said no on that, right? And 42% uh, getting bipartisan support in Congress for economic relief, right? And like 39%. Uh, are these all no are these all the Fox marijuana. News viewers and the One America Network viewers? It effectively, must have been, but um, I don't think so. Like again, I, I federal minimum wage. Where... He actually did so. The yeah. fact that 37% of people don't think that he did that is kind of funny and sad. When did, when did he do that? Because I must be in that group of thinking he definitely didn't do it. Oh, that, that was one of the first things the they did was they, they set it for federal employees only. It's not – they couldn't do it oh. as a national minimum the wage. Same as like a, they're, yeah, they're asking as a national minimum wage, right? No, no. Well, that, or, that, well I guess, but that's not – he did all he could what? with with regard to that. So I will say that he so, accomplished that to a point. Again, that Congress has shows to do. that more than half of Americans feel that President Joe Biden has made little to no progress on a key campaign pledge to decriminalize marijuana during his first year in office. Yeah, we know this. Uh -huh. um, YouGov, The Economist asked Americans to rate the president's performance. So uh, YouGov and The Economist is who uh, I'm trying to look for. Like sample size and shit like that. Um, Usually, it's like a thousand or fifteen hundred people. Yeah. Two thousand uh, people. Yeah, I don't see it right here off the bat. Fifteen hundred Americans. Americans. Yeah. There you go. So three plus from January three percentage points. So. Right. Most. But. Pessimistic about how they will handle it in the next six months. Yeah, well, yeah. You're in an yeah. election year, so unless it's going to garner them direct votes, it's going to be difficult. Yep. But yeah, I was just I just found that, you know, figured we'd have some some marijuana news to sure kick stuff off with. But, Cannabis uh, news. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Right along the theme. Uh, Nothing will fundamentally change. News. Yes, cannabis overdose that. deaths are now equal to the number of people gored to death by unicorns. So um, forever been true. I found it. I I heard a thing about unicorns the other day, that uh, I I think it was in on Twitter from one of our people that were like, yeah, those are those are albino deer that people were like misrepresenting back in the day. 
right? So, but anyway, uh, I just thought that meme was funny. Uh, so I need you to read that. Nice. Don't mind if I dooby dooby doo. Dude, we have to send that to Savvy. It's the motherfucking Savvy Sav stream. Dooby dooby doo. Send that to Jesse Jet too. Dooby dooby doo. I I'm still waiting for him to do the uh, the the our version of Dooby Dooby Doo song. I'm I'm waiting for that. <laughs> you know, you're welcome to use our Dooby Dooby Doos. Um, nice. But I just figured oh boy, I, your love of Joey Diaz, right? This was on Getting Dug with High. I don't know if you remember that show. Sure. But uh, it's just funny because he's drinking his coffee, sets the coffee cup down. Oh shit! Did it fall? No, it's good. All right, God, Jesus. Yeah, but he put I it down on the edge of the that. table. Yep, that's yep. called depth perception when you're when you're really high. <laughs> it's just the fact that he was like he was he was lightning quick on that catch though, you know, and then, and then like had to get his fucking heart rate back down. But uh, you know, uh, what else I got? This was for you. I found this one for you just because I feel like. It, they had to be told. I know that's going to be hard for people to read, so I'll... Ah, no toasted white chocolate! We don't have toasted white chocolate! Toasted white chocolate is, no longer, white chocolate is no longer a Dunkin'. Oh! Uh, like, you you got to tell uh, people. You got to be like... Oh, uh, he's yelling at dude. It, yeah. <laughs> well, like... It, it was a you, thing, I guess. I was never a toasted white chocolate guy, but if they ever did that for French mm -hmm. vanilla, I think that I would be in the streets. <laughs> You'd be in the street. No French vanilla would get me in the streets. Uh, that would be very funny. Oh. So when when you're in those streets, you're gonna nice. need, you're gonna need a weapon, and and this is the one I would take. Shabow. I think this is one of those classic like had a cool vodka bottle, and then drilled the stem and hole. You know. Is that what but, that was? Uh, that was a vodka bottle that's like that was made yeah, out to be like a like a rifle? Yeah, they got a couple of those that like meant to look like Kalishnikovs or whatever, you know. Like this could be tequila very easily. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like that's pretty piece. Carabiner or something or other. Uh carbine. <laughs> Carbine. I can't read it. It's too too terrible. Um so I showed this oh. last one too. So now this is the go. hardest one I've ever had to choose. This is a yeah. Sophie's choice. <laughs> this is Sophie's choice, huh? Oh. Um. Wow. Yeah. I I, I personally would probably go that. with the edibles, although, you know, I'm a bong guy. Um. Right. Which one? Which the, the, it's asking which one you'd want you you could do without. Right, which right. one could I do without? Yeah, it would probably be yeah. the edibles. Because I'm really? a flower kind of guy. Oh, the edibles are my shit. I fucking love those things. Bloods are the nasty. Charlie bombs. Brown's Revolution is correct. A rebellion, yes. Bloods, Bloods are, are nasty. nasty and joints waste a ton. Yeah, that they do. Joints do. Like, I, if I'm going to waste that weed that way... And it's only for like parties. It is blunts. Like yeah, but you can always thing. just break the joints up and pack it in your bong, which is what I used to do all yes. the time. <laughs> yeah, but then which it, it case you don't waste it. Gross and resiny and papery and no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, before you actually smoke, before you actually light it. Like if it's sitting right. there and you realize that it's just you, like I'll just tear right into that thing and stuff it in my bong. 
I mean, that's my thing. Is like I, I go, I had to quit like actual blunts after like stop cigarette smoking because I every time I want, I, like I wanted it because it was real tobacco, and then I found the hemp ones and I never, yeah. I never went back. I don't see, I don't see the rig with the dab because honestly, that wrecks yeah. me more than anything that I see here. Yeah, I like one of those little that. rig dab things with the, with, you know, that, the the blowtorch. Right, and then the ten year. Well, they make they make electric ones now too. E nails is what you want to look for. Right, and yeah, you touch like the just a tiny little bit. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, the, the last time I went to go see my guy, I went over there and just wrecked, just wrecked. A little dab. Wow. Just a little dab. Ooh, just a little dab no, little, you, little, no, no, dab. not like that. Dab. I like the vapes for travel. The vapes are great. Um, yeah, they're not exactly the healthiest. Flower vapes exist. Well, having said that, the weed ones are are pretty, like the ones that uh, the there was like bootleg ones that were terrible. You can make them yourself pretty easy with like dab and and vegetable glycerin. Yeah. But you know, I just feel like just get a flower one. You're already gonna spend like a people just feel like they're cheap and you know they. This are. could literally be a half hour show right here. Yeah, just this <laughs> we right could here. just talk about this for the next half an hour. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know. One of these days, they'll make you a real nice blunt with the with the hemp wraps and stuff. Like, one of those world's most expensive ones, you know? One of these days. But, that'd be cool. Uh, one of these days. When you say reefer instead of weed. Nice. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I think that was definitely <laughs> fucking, like, that was a gravity bong right before every set. That's why he sounded like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I just find it funny. Nice. Smoking those jazz cigarettes. Um, so okay. I have another hard choice. Ooh. So you have to choose one from each category, right? One from column A, one from column B, which? Well, from rows. So. Okay. You get, you get, you get one of the rows. I know Eheller will weigh in on this at some point. Um. Yeah. What, you got to pick a number, a letter. Yeah, I'm, a I'm, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a flower, New York style, and plain cheese pizza guy. So mm. maybe the vet, maybe the vet, ranch on your. Ew. I know. I it, yes, I know it exists. It's Ew. it's a southern thing. I yep. And hot sauce, hot sauce and ranch on pizza. Yep. It, like you dip. You yep. It, it, I, I know. What? It's weird. Okay, that is a foul. Okay, I would definitely go. And yeah, same it thing. Sounds it. Ham and pineapple, you know, like that's kind of been accepted. California. The only yeah, thing yeah. that's even acceptable on any of that is pepperoni. So that. Pepperoni. You're like, that's all That's all I will accept being from the Northeast. I feel like, I, I feel like the New York's like the, you can't have like that. That includes pepperoni. Like, like both the Detroit and the New York pepperoni is a given. I then also want the Hawaiian with, you know, I love how oh. they put frozen over here. Like anyone would choose that. Who chooses frozen? Like, nice. I guess after you've done number two, you're like, fuck it. I can't do anything else. I'm, um, I'm going to go D. Although <laughs> now, now that we have the air fryer, those frozen pizzas yeah. come out pretty damn good. I have to say. Yeah. Like, air fryer changes the game. Yeah. They're pretty sweet. I mean, there's just a convection oven. They just got renamed at some point to like. Well, air no, fry. they're they're both because no, they yes. they have a whole bunch of different capabilities. Right. But, but a good that's convection one of them. oven will do 
air frying like, yes air fryers do right like you know so my kids have been eating more fish sticks than ever nice fish sticks yeah, when I'm high as shit and the people around me start asking me serious questions. <laughs> like, <I feel> like, <laughs> like, we're talking about politics. Like, I'm too high for this shit. Did you, and then most of that, them, you look like that the other night with Misty. Huh? What? That's, that, that's what? what you look like, like the whole night. <laughs> oh. How did we get Ransom. to dad zone already? Oh, we're already at, okay. We're already at dad zone. So nice. you've got, you've got girls. I do. Yep. Oh, no sound. I don't hear it. You don't hear it? No. Oh, no! Red Rob, Red Rob! Oh, my God. What did she... You don't hear it. No, what did she get into, though? <gasps> oh, my God. I hope that's ketchup uh, or, or... No, or... it's uh, lipstick. Oh, my... Oh. <laughs> right? So... Oh. <laughs> like, look, look. look, look, look. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude, you gotta send me that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's oh, Devil great. Baby. Wait, I gotta, I gotta see that again. Wait, wait, go back. I'll put it in chat here. I need, I need that again. Oh, my God. Oh, Господи. <sighs> The oh, ransom right. of Red Chief. Oh. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 I love that. Oh, that kid's going to the tub. Oh my god, that is... Oh. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's great that I don't have to kid that I don't have to pay them. Have you have you had you, you have you not had that yet? Like something like that where it's like flour everywhere or No, not not terribly. Like my daughter's definitely like put lipstick all over her cheeks. Usually that's usually that's more of a boy thing to ha like tear something Super apart mess. and get it yeah. everywhere. Like yeah. Thankfully no. But we have had like beads all over the floor, like for like a thousand oh, beads yeah. from like a bead kit. It's just it's just when they find powder. Powder is usually the one that's like it it gets people. Like anything this that's looks like, like, like my flour son. or like sugar. Yeah, this is gonna be good. You're gonna like this one. Are we going to? Oh god. To get your penis. Because you're a girl. Yeah. Girls don't have penises, though. But, Mommy, we're going to go to a penis store to get you one. <laughs> that definitely looks like my son. Okay, <laughs> okay thank you. Nice. Uh, look at the face. Like, he's so proud of himself. To do what? To get, get you penis. Because you're a girl. Girls don't have penises. That's right. But mommy, we're gonna go to a penis store to get you one. We're gonna get you one at the store. Oh, yeah. kids. Oh, thank you. They, those are pretty expensive, I must say. Yeah, we can just get them from AdamandEve.com. Yeah. Uh, this is how you wake up in the morning, right? Dude. <laughs> that, that, that's nap time right there. Okay. That's nap time right before bed. Okay, it's about seven o'clock in my house. 
I decided that I'm gonna lay down and take a little close my eyes and dude, who put my picture on Reddit? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. But I fucking thought it was just like you would you would feel this. Picture yes, that so I yeah. I absolutely yeah. resemble that that picture. Yeah. I I feel seen. So this is <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it's just the reaction is great. You ready? So we're gonna go right. Take that off. <laughs> oh, that is really funny. Oh, people are funny. All right. Take that off. <laughs> six-year-old replaced toothpaste with caramel syrup in his toothbrush robot and now wants to be called Dr. Caramelito. <laughs> like... <laughs> Clever. Uh, oh my god. Toothbrush funny. robot? Oh, what he suddenly it? likes brushing his teeth now. Yeah, so it's one of those Oh, wow. That, that is a serious like, toothbrush thingy. You see that? It's like a mouth yeah, guard that like... goes in the... Yep. Damn. And then it just like brushes it. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I've actually looked at, like, I, I saw a video about one of those things. I thought that was kind of cool. It makes sense. Yeah. Is it really, like, can it really clean your teeth like that? I, I, interesting. I think, I think most of it's, like, solvent stuff and, like, just getting an abrasive in there. Yeah, and it's, know. like, sonic stuff. It uses, like, sonic waves yeah. to, you know, with the bristles and stuff. It's really interesting. Oh. Okay, at least he's fast. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Then my head hit the wall. Boom. Oh! <laughs> I begin to pass out. Then my head hit the wall. Boom. Oh! <laughs> the sound. Yep. The sound. Uh, what else I got? <laughs> this one, dude, you're gonna die. Oh, I died. Uh, have you seen these things? <laughs> Careful! Not too bad. Oh! He's possessed! Oh! <laughs> He's too busy laughing to get the. <laughs> that was Christmas morning. Look, they're all wearing the matching outfits and everything. Oh, God. It's the laughter. Oh, oh yeah. That's definitely dad's own right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. I can't help you. I'm too busy laughing through the tears. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, oh. So. This does not got... look like it's going to end well. I mean, he's got his ramp set up, though, you know? Okay. Like, he's got it all set up. Look, look at this cool little ramp he's got. Go, Bills. Oh, 
Okay, that's the wrong direction. That's the wrong direction. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh my god, that's great. Yep. <sighs> Dude. Oh my god. What? Oh, did he go down hard? Oh, he <laughs> sure did. <laughs> that's definitely getting a DMCA'd. That no. I've definitely seen somewhere before. Wow, that's that's yeah. both feet in the face. Hard. <laughs> yeah. That's both feet. Look at the hair. The <laughs> hair. Lucky it's actually snowing out right now here. We've got flurries. Oh. oh. Wow, you guys, that, you guys should do a sledding stream if there is that snow. one hurt. That one hurt. Uh, that hurt real bad. The mother of the year award goes to. Look, <laughs> I don't want to get wet. <laughs> uh, with the mask on, the, I don't want to. he's got his mask on, kid. He's got his mask on, just like shielding from the water. <laughs> no, no. That's funny. Oh <laughs> the kid's just like, please, no. <sighs> Do you want to go rob a bank? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Do you want to eat a fly? Yeah. Do you want to get run over by a car? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to go to bed? No. <laughs> That's where you draw the line? Uh, you want to go to bed? No. Pretty kitty. That's pretty funny. Right? Lily, kids say the damnedest things. Oh boy! There was there was an attempt to keep Dad from shoveling. Kid, I've been at this all the. Well, all right, just. <laughs> go over here. Oh, I feel that. That's great. Yeah. Isn't it though? Mm. Isn't it though. How many times you got to shovel snow with the kids? That's what. That's what sucks. So far, not oh. very much, thankfully. So we got a plow guy. Oh, nice. That's that's what's up. Yeah. The beginning of some animal videos, but nice. it's like it's like Dad Zone meets animal videos. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Oh. <laughs> Did you say playing you a whack fuck? <laughs> whack. Yeah. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. Whack. <laughs> Oh, the dog just has oh. no chill either. Just, oh, that dog, dog had no chill. He's like, I'm going to use you as a step. Yep. All right. So, I have to remember which one. Oh, this is a bit Okay, of, somebody's bit going downhill on a bicycle, it looks like. Oh, fuck. Oh! Oh, oh he just ate it hard. That is called a meal of grass right there. Oh, that's wow. cheese grater grass too. Oh, speed wobble oh. into like the perfect oh, like. Oh, you. Oh, everyone, everyone with the collective. Oh. Ow. Yeah, that was that was meant to be bit of dad zone. Um, so I found I found a new New York apartment for you. Right. I found I found a New York apartment. Look at all of them. 
Oh, they're taking a bath. Yeah. And wow, that's foul. Right? That's how dirty those things can get. This this must be this lady's pets, because she's very okay with this. Like I I would be like, all right, we got to call some exterminators. What? There's the... that many. Who? Yep. Yeah, it's gross. Those are the cool ones. Sewer rats. Look at the babies. Four thousand dollars a month in New York. That that apartment. Yeah, at least. At least. Oh, which one's this one? Bullseye with Pamplona. Uh, yes. Oh. Oh, Eddie kid, he's okay. Oh, he's okay. Like, it's just out of nowhere. You, like, you think you know what's going to happen with this video. And just, oh, oh. God, right into that wall. Face like, first. Yeah, horns first. Like, Jesus. Is that, is that sparks you know? that are coming out from underneath yeah, the yeah, cause hooves? Yeah, got, like, shoes. Cause they, yeah, they have, like, horse shoes on, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. It's such but, a torturous... Uh, I know it's a historical thing or whatever. I would never. Have you ever seen a koala laugh? No, but I'm sure it's adorable. Okay. We'll check adorableness after it happens. Early boy, early boy, early boy. <laughs> 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 that's nightmare sounds. <laughs> That it comes out bear. of that creature. I mean, it does have bear, ten bear parts. Isn't it marsupial? It's not a bear. Pretty sure it's is marsupial, it? bro. Pretty is sure. It panda? Pretty sure. Uh, well, uh, uh, koala. Uh, it's called a koala bear, though. Not a koala. Yes. Possum. Not a koala marsupial, which is... Not which a koala possum. Hey, Google is... Are koalas bears? On the website nationalgeographic.com, they say koalas are not bears, they're marsupials. Hey, Google, stop. To find out more oh, you got it. Nice. Okay. Uh, See, learn, learn, learn science. Do you, know, do you know about the drop bears? Have you ever meet no. any Australians? Ask about the drop bears. Right? <laughs> you know. Is that koala pants? That is koala farts, what that is. Damn. So, so what? What drop bears are, and if any Australians are, you know, in the chat, don't don't tell them yet. Um, so drop bears are like, uh, they don't exist now, right? But they the the Australians wipe them all out essentially, right? That like, so they were like predatory koala bears that would drop from like trees and you know? swallow you whole. Uh, like just about yeah, they'd like attack you. Nice. Right, like, and uh, and so now there's like a colloquial like greeting, like yeah, look out for drop bears, right? Like they're, they're just like, <laughs> you know, it's like ah, we killed all those things ah, but definitely make sure you say that story exactly. They will find it very funny. Um, so but yeah, that's imagine that imagine that sound dropping from the sky. <laughs> like I want, I need to make like an alarm clock sound out of that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So this is, you know. Scare the hell out of my kids with that shit. 
when you're in a room full of Democrats, just this right here. <laughs> is that Elizabeth Warren? Is that Elizabeth Warren? I see her. Bro. It's the lizard people, and this is us. Mm. This is, this is lizard people. people. You know, lizard people. Joe. Um, this, this caught me. Uh, like, so imagine you need a getaway horse, right? And you're, you're running from the law and the horse is there, right? Classic Western thing. You jump off the, the saloon roof and you land on this horse. <laughs> dude, that's like in the, in the <laughs> cartoons. I know, dude. Like, yeah, little steppy steps. That's, that's little steppy steps. That's impressive. It is impressive. It's you not fast. That walk. Like, <laughs> what? Why? Why? <laughs> why would you even teach a horse to do that? Uh, I mean, Palominos, I get, but like, but but those but why? Just, as as I, I as Ryan know. Reynolds, you said, but 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 why? But but why? But why? Um, so. You got you guys got these up near you. Oh yeah, we got we got deer, we got moose. Shadow Bam was talking about moose before. Moose soup. This is elk. Oh, you don't want to fuck with that thing though. That's a twelve point. You want to go, bud? Hello, sir. You want to go? You want to go? He says. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Fuck your shit. There goes the tire. Oh, he just popped the tire. Fuck, yep. Fucking flatten the brand new. The wife is like, flatten the brand new tire. Should have just kept driving. You know. Like, <laughs> well, it's either that or, or that thing's going bouncing off your car. Because oh, yeah. I've hit, we've hit a deer and so, they, they do some serious damage. Imagine you, you, you go away because, you know, they're putting in the pool mm -hmm. right at your house, right? And like you, you paid these guys to tile it. Right, and and you come back to this. What the hell? Is he Why? He's just Water screaming. I know it's the best part. That is really funny. Uh, so, I just thought this snake was fucking way over ambitious. Look at him. Night you I can't see eat you. an ostrich egg, silly snake. You can't unhinge your jaw that far, weirdo. Like, what are you doing? Right? It's. I, I feel like it's the same snake wow. that we'll see in, in this video. So we're we're, we're <laughs> is he being chased? Course. So you'll see here. So we have golf club, right? And I don't know if you can tell. Oh, it's attached to his golf club. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh god, run! Oh god, don't run away! Oh, oh no, god. no! Oh, oh that no. is just cruelty to do one of your golfing oh. buddies. He's trying to hit it. Oh, kill it, dead! Kill it, dead! Ah! ah. Oh, he's oh, he's 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 
When does he realize that it's not alive? <laughs> when does he realize it's not alive? I think about right right here. They finally tell him. The first one I saw had sound. I don't know why. The, oh, this one now he's just mad. Now he's just oh, mad. Oh, now he's just upset. Oh, how did my wow. stuff get out of order a little bit? Weird. But. Yeah. Oh, oh right, hey, okay. he's okay. <laughs> and in slow mo. Oh, I meant to do that. I meant to do that. Perfect, perfect front flip by the puppo. Oh. We got, we got another horse one, right? Well, actually, it's a mule, right? But uh, let's turn the sound up. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is a, this is a smart one. We're, we're trying to break it. Oh, in. no. All right, this is working. Let me Eight seconds. Ah. Did he just get bit? Yeah, he just bit him. He was like, <laughs> normal shit's not working. Like, right about, right about here, he takes a second to think. Oh, wait, I got these things. Ah. <laughs> Oh, he just bit his leg. Oh, yeah. oh, Ow. that's why that's funny. Good for you. Good for you, mule. Figuring the bull wins. Like nice. Here we go. 40 yard so, dash, your new Xbox. 40 yard dash, right? So, Kay. here we go. Oh, he's gonna win. He's uh -oh. gonna win. Oh. <laughs> The whole time he was like looking back. The whole time, he's he like, barefoot? "I'm beating you." Yeah, both of them are. What? what, what? And then when <laughs> beer o'clock, fuck. fuck! I could have had a new Xbox. Dumb. Oh. Go ahead. Dumb. Go ahead. Run so, backwards when you're when you're actually competing. You ready for some hardcore parkour? I love parkour. Hardcore parkour. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh! Ow! Oh! Oh! I broke my tooth. I broke my tooth? That's it? And I'm going to bring it back to him. It'll cost quite a few fucking dollars. Oh. Let's go. Lucky. Let's go. I'll drive you to hospital. Oh my! Yeah, drive you to hospital is right because you probably end up concussed from that shit. Oh. Yep. Face bounced off of freaking aluminum there. Uh oh. So, you 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 just put in all your fancy wine cellar. You got all the the fancy wines you've been saving up on the beautiful wall. glass door. Nice thick glass. That beautiful glass door. <laughs> Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> oh, and you had to watch it. Witness it, yeah. You have to watch them go. Oh. <laughs> the oh. dog's also like, what is this stuff? <laughs> oh. 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 Thousands of dollars worth of wine right there, just. Gone. Oh. Ah, uh, fucking! That's a. At least it's contained problem. inside the cellar. Yeah, for the most part. You don't have to clean the floor outside, although it did yeah. looks like it spilled underneath the floor. 
underneath the floor. But yeah, like two feet. I mean, I would have gotten in there oh. and tried to like push it back up. You know, brutal. Like so brutal. Okay. It takes true skill. What? And mulligan? <gasps> Can I get a mulligan? What? <laughs> Seriously? He put Off them the back? Break. Off the break. Come on. How good is that? Dude. Like. Wow. Off the break. Why? The other but, guy's just like, all right. Again. This. But why? <laughs> but why? Great. So I have to start over cool. again. Yeah. That's a nice trick shot, but okay. This is this is this is an interesting interesting ride on this one. See Adela Bass's Square Garden, but they were fake tickets. But nobody felt bad for me because I bought them on Craigslist. So that was my own doing. Yeah. So then I bought tickets to her show in London and I flew to London. And these were not your average tickets. These were golden circle tickets. Like look at the stadium, look at the standing room, and I was in the golden circle. The golden and circle she canceled her show. Mind you, I risk my life flying to London on this cardboard airplane called Wow Airlines that is now discontinued. The only <laughs> thing wow about it was that it was surprising the airplane could fly. And after the show was canceled, I went to go get food, and this was my Uber driver. A deal. <laughs> I saw the video about it, and someone from the oh, Ellen Show cool. saw it and interviewed me to be on the Ellen Show. But Adele wasn't doing any press and wouldn't come on the Ellen Show, so there was no need for me to go on the Ellen Show. And I made these shirts. Get a shirt for your son that says. My mama loves Beyonce. Flash forward to 2022, my brother surprised me with Adele tickets <laughs> to her Vegas residency. And I am in Vegas right now. And Adele canceled her show. Again! Come on! And I still brought the shirts. And I still brought the shirts! <laughs> oh, Adele. That poor woman. That is pretty funny. That's called fandom gone too far. Private, when it's just not meant to be. Thing. When it's just not meant to be. I just thought this guy's laugh was funny. Uh, I thought it was just a funny video. Uh, it's it's weird for sure. Okay. The parachutes attached to his... <laughs> He's just he can't get up. He landed. Yep. And it's Woo! just like taking It's just him. carrying what? him because wind. <laughs> yes. I don't know where I'm going to end up. But wherever the wind takes me. It's such a Russian laugh, too. It's just like. Like a happy drug. <laughs> In Russia, <laughs> parachute fly you. Fly you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes on that one. Thank you. Uh, so, here you go. We, we got to do some exercise. We got to oh, get no. ready. One jump, two jump, three jump. Oh, oh. Oh, the guy, the guy, the guy sitting behind him watching is like, just, oh, just Home Alone. I see that coming. All right, what else I got? These, dude, I, I got a double feature on this one. Ready? Let's. Uh, I don't know why I have to make sure my sound is all the way up every time. Anyway, <laughs> and, like, oh, wait, what? 
picks up trash. And oh! Oh! That was a little heavier than you thought it was, bro. Yes, it was. We <laughs> just shit whipped wow. back to the campus. Uh, <laughs> Suplex. Yep. Here, I got another one. Oh. So literally, same setup. Same setup. This time with a bunch of drink and a giant straw. Oh, no. Wee! Oh, I'm going to be drinking dirt and mud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, he lost his drink and he got wet. You think you think he would have seen the first guy do that and try to look cool while drinking soda from a bag? I just, I just oh. thought this was hilarious because if you look, okay, the police the have him. Yep. Like, but if you look, if you look, right. What's there? Well, you're covering oh, it. I gotta. I hold on, hold on. Right, right, right there. <laughs> is he being arrested with his cat, up. or the cat just decided yeah, to hang I, out I, on I, his I, back? I think the cat is just chilling out on his back. It's just probably some random cat from like this area, neighborhood cat. Like, oh, this is comfy. I like this. And the guy just has to fucking. And none of them are like, "Hey, cat, get the fuck out of here!" Like, you know. They're just fucking letting that happen. Like, I I don't know. I just thought cats are dicks, so it was funny. But uh, I get we get we get the one one a week, and this one's this one's uh -oh. a doozy. This uh -oh. one's a doozy, and we go up and down. <gasps> Ow! Yeah, we need to see that one again, do we? Crush nuts. Oh god. Why Crush did it have nuts. To Why did it flip? That's a good flip. That's a good it flip. A good... It's just it, like it just landed a little oh, short. What, what did they think was going to happen? What could go wrong? That's right. He that is a, He got a free NFT, a non-functional <laughs> testicle. <laughs> Oh god! Ah! Oh, that was way funnier than it should have been. <sighs> oh god! This one's blurred out. That means it's gonna be good. Uh oh! Look at this cunt. He's been doing this all season. Today, second of December, come up and stay. Can you see what he's doing? He's taking a shit. <laughs> Is that fertilizer? Look at him give the finger. <laughs> oh, the angry thing at the end is just priceless. <laughs> Oh! Oh, yeah, he's covered in shit. His own head. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing way too hard at this stuff. Oh, well, dumping right? trucks.
the last sip apparently made her too heavy. You ready? Oh no. The whole thing's gonna go down. Oh, poor girl. And a little bit of white claw and gravity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the hell is she on sitting on? Down, like an awning, like a window shutter? Eesh. Yeah, that's and probably not a good idea. I think, I think <laughs> it's lazy boy down here, so she's <laughs> <laughs> oh. you know. Alright. So we have some boat stuff. This time inside a boat. Rolling in the D uh oh. Is that like how they rearrange jet deck chairs on the Titanic? And yeah. coming back, coming back. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> Dude, this, is, this is some C right here. Wee. Damn. It's like some paranormal shit, right? You just Dude, want to no, what that is, is they're hitting some serious waves. Serious ah! waves. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, wow, God. That, that's it's really scary. Jen. Like, God, hold on to something, Jen. What are you doing? Dude, what? Uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, God. People smashing into the pole. Oh, ow, that hurt. Somebody's down, and here comes stuff. Oh, God, it's still going. Oh, that's really scary. Oh, no more. Oh, more. God, I think we're done. Is it over? Is it over? Oh, I don't think so. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my face hurts at that one. Which is insane. The bartender's just chilling. That's right, Charlie. <laughs> I don't think anyone's chilling there. That's wow. He's got, he's got his he got his sea legs. That's anchored down. Wow. <laughs> Uh-oh. More boats. This looks like some not intelligent people. I don't think I it's making it to the water. Is it going to make it to the water? It's going to make it to the water. And it's going to capsize. <laughs> it's going to make it in the water. It made it in the water. And so did they. Uh, oh. Tsunami oh. cruise lines. Nice, Steve Cutler. Similar, similar setup here. Uh-oh. Look, they don't even have to go as far. Look. Yeah, that's just going straight over. <laughs> Ejector seats! <laughs> I love how he stayed in. He oh, that's work. even better. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's not ghost planned. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay, we got one more. Alright. Oh. It says broken on the monitor, so that's a good indication that the people on there are broken. Broken. Oh. I don't even remember what happens in this one. Wee! Wee. <laughs> Just, what? I think like, they were trying to, to like, be wheeled back. 
Yeah, and the wheels got caught. Oh! <laughs> Straight over. Oh, and she's okay. You know, they always tell your kids don't, don't, don't lean back in your chair. Yeah, I that's why. I one more, I think. Here we go. Oh, if anyone, anyone planning on flying, don't get super stoked at the, the snacks. <laughs> what pretzel in the bag? No. Delicated pretzel, sir. That is half an ounce of ginger ale and a pretzel. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. Welcome to flight 2022. 2022. That's what we get. Holy crap! That's great. That's really funny. I watch YouTube. Boats that smash into other boats. The best one. Do we want to watch that again? Do I still have it? I can get it back. Hold on. Uh... Oh, wow. That was great. I want to watch. I want to watch this one again. <laughs> what the boat? <laughs> yeah, the boat this boat one is crazy. Oh. It's just, it's just, it goes on for so long, dude. Yep, and back and like, forth. Oh. It's a minute and 16. That's how long this is. Oh, my God. <laughs> the person that hits the pole and goes down. And here comes all the stuff flying. Dude, what? Like this guy in the middle of the room, taken out by like yeah, six chairs. I want to imagine oh, like, this one. Boom! Face first into the pole and down. There's a there's a comedian on the other and side. Here comes, of the room. Ah! What's the deal with chairs, huh? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking y'all. Oh. And coming back, coming back. Like, it gets crazy. The speed ramps up at some point. Dude, that, they, that person that, that hit their face into, oh, yeah, into the, the pole, pole like, like, and it just nose. crumpled. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, uh, well, that was, uh, wait, why, wait, why are what? we not going back? What? Weird. Two, now we're back. Now we're back. Okay, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and another week in the books. Everybody, do all the follows and does not like. That was me. What? That was technically you, but. What? That was, that that was, was technically play. me. Okay. Well. Yeah. Everybody, do all the follows. Go check out Lucky Burrito Art and Music. I know you're going to be on later uh, this week with with her. She said, Lucky. Hello? I'm here. Wait, okay. <laughs> Are you on with Lucky this Sorry. week? <laughs> uh, we're we're wrapping up, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was like watch I was going back in time and watching our, our thing. Sorry. Um yeah, I'm on with uh Lucky. I think that's Wednesday. So nice. that's fun. You're going on with Misty uh, Tuesday night on Action for Assange. 
like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Um, I am expecting to have our next guest for Friends of Indie Left, hopefully this week. Uh, I've reached out to a couple people. We have somebody booked for Sunday the 7th of... Uh, actually, I think it's, it's either Sunday or Monday the 7th of February. And then we're going to try to figure out who's next after that. And we'll and... try to figure out Echo, which now that I know what that's called... I used to remember that word, but yeah, that's that's what the audio thing is. I I, I gotta fix it, but um, still listenable. You guys just had to put up with you know, like robot, robot Bane, Bane gotcha. tonight. Um, Reefer After Dark Friday nights ten o'clock. Everyone check out yeah. Wardier Entertainment, Uncle Warren, uh, Extra Booyah. That's Thursday night seven o'clock. That's always a good time. Again, Action for Assange will be 9 p.m. Tuesday night. Uh, you know, again, we're all hoping for the best tomorrow morning with the Assange uh, ruling from the high court. Yeah. And Misty will be live at 5.15. So if you're up, definitely give her a, a shout and say hi. Files to Belmarsh, you know? Absolutely. Free Julian yeah. Assange. Have a good night, everybody. Good Peace, good night, love, and smoke a bowl. Keep listening to what little birdies had to tell you. Good night. If you like this podcast, please help our show grow by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. For more content, you can follow Independent Left News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at INDLeftNews and subscribe to our YouTube channel. To get news updates twice a day to your inbox, subscribe via email on the independentleft.news website. Join our Jetstream 24-7 News and Opinion Discord at independentleft.gg with more than 50 channels, each dedicated to a different outlet, journalist, YouTuber, or political comedian. Thanks, everyone. Remember to check out independentleft.news in your browser and subscribe to our podcast for news updates.